Soup, 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 toe. On Amigos, everything Amiga. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're talking about Sabuto. Sabuto, the classic British tabletop football game made available for some reason on the computer. You know, listen, I when we when this title came up last week and I saw the box and stuff, I assumed this was some sort of futuristic soccer game because it looks like there's a guy on a hoverboard. Right. Like yes. screw, I was like, no man, this idea, is gonna be sweet. Which was us. You, you know? would think that this was like a yeah, hoverboard um you know, a soccer game. Which now you, I'd be kind of having glad. having well, maybe having been having lived in the UK, mm-hmm. you must have a depth of knowledge that I can't even begin to understand when it comes to this sort of game. Well, I can tell you this. Football, as they yeah. say over there, is very, very popular, especially compared to the United States. Yeah. And so I could I could picture a world in which a game like this would have existed, but previous to last week's reveal i had never heard of sabuto before this was Thank my God. first time uh with the idea because at first because i heard something when this game was voted on in the selection committee they were talking about like britain's take on tabletop football and of course when you think about tabletop football you think about two things you think about a foosball which is a tabletop football game yeah okay or you think about paper football which is yeah. an American game. We play football like God intended it, with a little triangle-shaped piece of paper you fold up in your desk. I think Just, of electric electric football. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that is what that, I that, think that, of. Which it's, we have a history of on this very channel. Yeah, you know, when uh, when this... You know, I, I always wondered, because uh, we, as you mentioned, me and you got together and played that... I mean, that was an antique set of electric football, as I recall. What that your... Who was that? One of your family members, both that used to own that. My father. My father was, bought that as a lad. And as a we lad, were, when we were cleaning out my granddad's basement, uh, lo and behold, there it was. I was like, "I'll take that, yoink!" Yeah, and it came and, home with me. And if you're not familiar with what electric or electronic, I guess it's electric football was. It was ba- it was sort of like uh, uh, Subetu or however you pronounce it. Well, well in the except chat, you... the Brits can't even agree on how to pronounce it at the chat, so but, I think we're yeah, good, good pronouncing it however we want. But I mean, this game was uh, you literally just lined up guys, little miniature guys on the table, and then hit the button, and the whole table would shake, like vibrate, and they would just mm-hmm. move around. It's one of the world's dumbest games. But I mean, I think almost. I mean, am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> it is do one of the world's dumbest games. And I what mean, made if it? You could, if you think about. The way that they 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 made an electric football game, they used yeah. the, they harnessed the power of electricity <laughs> in one of the one of the dumbest ways possible. And what made it, what made it? And this I'm putting over a, a, a here because 
the, our game is so stupid, but what made it better was they pretended so hard it was a real game. They put little things in the bottom of your guy's base so you can pretend to kind of move them around. You can set up plays with your little guys. They had little levers on the arms of the quarterback and the foot of the kicker. Like you could ever conceivably do anything with a little <laughs> wad of paper that's the football in that game. And, you it, know, when I lived in Newport News in Virginia, the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, which is where that is, they are known as the electric football capital of the world. Okay? No. And really? there is there are leagues that play down there and that's where the world championship is of electronic football i actually because the scene was so huge i pondered getting into it because as much like sabutio i thought this combines two things that i love it combines models tiny yeah. junk that i can set up in my house yeah and two it's something to do with it. Because you know what the train set, you you spend thousands of hours setting up this train set. Then once it's complete, what do you do? You just watch the train go around in a circle. Here's a thing that's a model. It's tiny, but there's actually a game that goes along with it. The train's much better, Bo. You know, let's face facts. And knowing your proclivities and the way you get out of hobbies, thank God you didn't get into that <laughs> league because you would have been out of that thing so quick. I can't imagine how long playing an entire game of that takes. Oh, my gosh. It's I, the yeah. long Just to set up one play, it takes like 15 minutes. And then mm -hmm. once you hit then the you button, actually, You're knocking guys over with your hand accidentally. <laughs> it's, it's the world's dumbest game. And so... By uh, when you compare it to, because I watch some people play uh, uh, Subeto, and there it's a, that is something that resembles a playable game. They're right. flipping guys around. I mean, you're it's a that's something you can actually play. Well, it's a you game can, that actually has rules. Yeah, it's, it's it's a game that actually requires a certain amount of skill and dexterity. None of these and, and things apply to electronic football. Yeah, I mean, but the thing, the main thing is it's interactive. Right. I mean, that'd be like, hey, me and Bo playing a, a competitive game of Etch-A-Sketch. It's, exactly. it's very yeah. similar because it's the stupidest, most pointless activity you could possibly have. So I came into this, I thought to myself, okay, let's learn what this is. And then let's learn what the game about this is. That's sort of how I approach it. Sort of like darts and stuff. I mean, I had a better idea what darts was, you know. And I, I will say, much like everything else we've ever done on this show, that I didn't know what I was doing. I sat around watching this. <laughs> watching people we're going to get this. into it. I'm going to tell you how deep down the, the Subito rabbit hole I went. Should we just get in it? Let's get in there, Bo. Yeah. Let's get in there. <laughs> There it was, but love theme. So, what, pronounce this for me one more time, but before I get into okay. it. Sabutio. Sabutio. <laughs> so just you think know, about booty. Okay. I always do. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, and I know you've got something to say about this, but I actually looked. Did you look into the history of this at all? Yes. Oh, you did. Well, then I'm just gonna let you. Do, I'm gonna. I don't have to do my thing. Give us a little background for the people that don't know anything about this, like well, us. Well, this game was created, Subutio was created, I believe, in the, the uh, post-World War II era. Sometime mm. in, the, in the 50s, I think. The, I think the 40s. The 40s. Yeah. And what's funny is this guy came up with this game. He's like, you know, we need to have something 
for kids to get into that, uh, you know, when they're inside and it's cold and it's a winter's day or it's just rainy, which is all the time in England, we need to have something for them to get into. So he, he developed this game not knowing that there was already a table soccer game on the market, which is which is wild. New um, footy. New footy. <laughs> um, that that's that's really all I know about the history. So you, I'm sure you can tell me more. So there's a lot. So again, this guy wasn't he was in the military. He came back. Uh, his name uh, was uh, Peter Adolf. That was his mm-hmm. name. So here's what I like. So he had played this game. Before, he'd played New Footy before the war. Mm-hmm. But he just assumed. Oh, he thought his, they'd gone out of business. That's right. right. He, just, he that's thought right. they'd been bombed out of existence, right. but they were still right. around. But he had played it, and so when he came up with his guys, this is the best thing. It's the best thing I read about this. So he's like, "How am I going to do this to make it fun?" Right. So his mom had lost a button off her coat or something. Okay, so he took the button, he he glued a, a washer to it, and he molded it to where when you flicked it, it was it didn't hurt. You could move mm-hmm. these guys around because the other one had a like a metal base. And mm. so when you whacked it, it would like hurt your hand. That's that according to That's no according good. to these. Well, yeah, you don't want that. And so, uh, and so he was like, "I got something here." And so he he talked to some people to like invest in this. And so the early production outfit you may have maybe have you've been here, boat was in Lang uh, Langton Green near Tunbridge Wells in Kent. You ever been to Kent? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not familiar. I, I've never been to Kent. Uh, yeah. And I'm not familiar with that particular area, so that's alien to me. So you may be surprised to learn that New Footy wasn't happy that someone else could roll into their territory. They had a big battle. But ultimately, uh, after according to Wiki, after a failed uh, uh, after a failed television advertising campaign in 1961, uh, that was the end of New Footy. And so mm. ne- then, at then, uh, uh, the Zabutio booty... reigned the, supreme. Zabutio reigned no, supreme. No. So... The gimmick was you bought little figurines in a pack. And in the old days, they didn't have a field to play these things. So you had, it gave you instructions on how to mark your own foot off with chalk or something, right? Mm, but eventually, mm-hmm. you could get a pack that had the pitch on it, right? Right. So here's the here's something else I, I thought would be kind of interesting. Uh, eventually, uh, the popularity of this thing declined in the 90s mm. and, 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 and the early 2000s. So eventually, they just stopped making them. So you know what that means. You can always revive something. Here comes Hasbro. They're getting their tender. By the way, Hasbro still owns it to this day. But the Hasbro tried to revive it a couple times, and they've uh, most recently in 2020, it's back in action. The Hasbro mm. uh, connection to this. So, but this is basically for the uninformed figurines you buy in packs. You can get them painted, or you can do it yourself, and they represent real teams for the most part. And when you buy a pack of these things, you you put them on this big pitch, and then you basically have a ball out there. That, that, did you read what the ball? What what kind of ball it was? Boat? What kind? Do you know anything well, about I, the ball? I, from what I can tell, it's sort of like a ping pong ball. That's what it looks like. But I mm-hmm. thought surely it'd be flying them all over the place. But anyway, you're flipping your dudes to get the ball into the opponent's gold, uh, into their goal. But like Boat said, there are rules. Now I can't sit here and deliver the set of rules okay well i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you basically how this okay good yeah get into it so you have i believe you have three flicks 
uh, before you change possession. So it's sort of like American football where you have four downs. And when you flick your, the the ball, the, you ha- you're essentially passing it to another player. So the, the rules are you have to flick the ball so it comes into contact with another player uh, on your own team. If it does anything else, then then play goes to the other side. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That, and, that makes sense from what I'm from playing yeah. this. And uh, when you get inside the sort of scoring box, you are allowed to take a shot on goal. And when you take a shot on goal, something really cool happens. Is like normally you've got your goalie, and he's just sort of like chilling out uh, as part of the team, like he's just a regular dude. But then. If you're taking a shot on goal, you actually get a goalie guy that is attached to a rod, uh, almost like a rod that would control a rock'em sock'em robot, okay? And you can maneuver the goalie around and make him jump and dive and do all kinds of crazy things to try and and, and avoid the shot on goal, okay? So it adds yeah. an element of arcade action to this otherwise uh, sort of billiards-related game. I would say that this is very much related to pool or snooker or something like that, where the the, the goal is to uh, flick the ball with uh, enough deftness and dexterity to put it exactly where you want it on the pitch and to line up your guys so you can kind of move the ball down the field. I'm going to date myself a little bit, but this sort of reminds me of playing marbles back in the day. There's yeah, some similarities to, similar. to a marbles. It's, yeah. it's not dissimilar to marbles. You're right. And so... um. And play basically goes back and forth. All of the normal sort of soccer type things apply in terms of when you kick the ball out of the like one side of the field, then you get a kick. The other team gets possession and you get like a free kick from the goal. There are corner kicks. Uh, there are penalty shots. There are fouls. Um, all of their, there are rules for everything yeah. that happens in normal soccer in Subudio. And that's part of the reason why Subudio is so cool because it's not some watered down version of soccer like foosball. This is a game that plays by a very strict code of conduct. In fact, whenever you're playing this game at the league level, you are required to have a referee <laughs> referee your match. So there's oh two players. There's also a referee there. Um, there's an excellent little mini documentary. It's not it's really a disservice to call it a documentary. It's like six minutes long. But there's this thing that BBC Scotland did about this Scottish Subudio group. Uh, and yeah, they're like, yeah, if we didn't have a ref, we just everything would devolve into fights. Which, I mean, when you consider how Brits you know, treat football, that's not surprising. Um, but it's uh, it's a fascinating game. And the the game itself is only part of it. The other part of it that makes it cool is that you can customize every aspect of the game. For example, say you're tired of playing on sort of a picture-perfect pitch. You can buy a muddy pitch where it actually looks like there's mud and crap on the field. You roll that down, you can play on it. Of course, you're not going to have real like rocks and obstacles and stuff because the game depends on you playing on a flat slate pool table-like surface. Uh, you can get pitches that are specific to your, your favorite team or your favorite side or whatever they call it. You can get uh, you can build whole stadiums to house your game. You know you can fill your grandstands with people, and you can go all out from a sort of model making perspective. In addition to this, you can buy working scoreboards. Uh, you can buy camera crews and move them around the stage. I spent <laughs> I spent an obscene amount of time this week 
watching a man play Sabudio against himself on his home pitch. And I was enraptured by it because, number one, he's gone all out. He has the full stadium and everything. Number two, he knows every player on every side. So he's calling the match as he's playing. He's like, and then Reynolds passes over to Smith. And then Smith, it's blocked by the other guy. And he knew all of these guys by sight, by position. And he was keeping this sort of like rolling commentary he was his own color man. It was fascinating <laughs> to watch. I mean, this guy was really sort of talented at this really niche thing. Um, so this is a game that appeals to me on every conceivable level in its physical form. The digital form is something that uh, I'm sort of not into. What do you think, well, Aaron? Well, before we get into the digital part, I just want to comment. This game here, we mentioned that it crushed... American electric football, and it crushes it. It, it crushes it. If you were going to collect something and build something, this is your baby right here. I saw all the stadiums, the the uh, the artistry, the the attention to detail that was put into this to these things are awesome. So you get a big basement with a table, big huge table on it. You could really build something unbelievable down there. And I bet if you're a fan of the old footy, this right here would be uh, a lot of fun. Plus. On top of so you get sort of that uh, the same sort of buzz you get from doing the railroad stuff, but this is you're right. This is something that resembles a sort of maybe fun, kind of maybe playable game. Just the part where you kick the goal is better than electric football. <laughs> right. You, you could just if that was the entire game, it would be better than electric football. I mean, this so as a um, a hobby. Right, and the only thing that keeps me from really thinking to myself, this looks crazy. I don't like soccer, but I mean, uh, otherwise, and I think if soccer lends itself to this sort of gameplay, whereas football absolutely does not. Yeah. So it works. It, this is a genius sort of fun hobby. I can absolutely see people getting into this, <clears throat> and I would not mock anyone that did it. I would, I would applaud them. I'm sure it ain't cheap uh, to uh, to build up. You a can get. Like you can that. get a because trust me, I looked into it. You can get oh, no. a uh, a starter Sabudio uh, kit, which includes two sides and a pitch for about $50, okay? Uh-huh. Now, where the game sort of falls apart for me and why yeah. I, I am not committing myself at this time is because you have to have a large flat service big enough to hold the pitch. And yeah. usually what that means is you're building your own table just for Sabudio that is up yeah. all of the time. And that's it's sort, sort of, of like war gamers. You need yeah. a, a war gamer mm-hmm. size table. Again, yeah. Yeah. There so, there's a lot of analogs there. So we both agree. It, on paper, the this this sort of game is appealing to both of us because it looks it looks cool. So we're not here to bury Sabudico. We're here to praise it. Yes. Now let's talk about the Sabudico the computer game. Uh, this was, uh, which by the way, of course, I can guarantee we've never heard of this before this week, obviously. Uh, this was published in 90, Boat, developed by Goliath Games. It's funny, the publisher and developer, I, I was like, oh, who are these guys? Oh, we've played tons of their stuff. Really? Goliath, yeah, well, not Goliath, Goliath Games. Now listen, we've got to play these, okay? There are other games on the Amiga, Track Suit Manager 1 yes. and 2. And, yes, but, I'm and, already in. We <laughs> lived at a gear, fest. But here's the other one we got to play. World Championship Boxing Manager. 
And in the video, it showed this guy rubbing down a boxer on a table. I thought to myself, That's oh, me. my God. We talked we, about this last week, how my job is the guy with the ice bag. So <laughs> Goliath Gates really weird, some weird stuff. Uh, publisher, Electronic Zoo, we've played a lot of their stuff, including Battle Squadron, Treasure Trap, Abandoned Places, me and Brent covered. Uh, one, or I covered on that uh, on the uh, Half Bright Ham mode, I think. That's one of the games that was on there, so I've touched on it. Uh, this is noted on uh, uh, Hall of Light that this was directed by uh, John Jones Steele, who also did the coding, uh, and Doug Matthews and Chris Bliss. These are all people that worked on it, and was it adapted by Adrian Earl. So I'm assuming Adrian Earl is the guy that came up with how you could possibly do something like this on a computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coders, as I mentioned, John Jones Steele and Winfred Davies. Winfred Davies is all he ever did, but John Jones Steele did Alfred Chicken, Alien Syndicate, Degeneration, Speedball 2, SimCity 2K. He worked That's on tons of stuff. Ultimate, Ultima uh, 6, uh, Tetris. So, he, we, you know, again, we've played a lot of his stuff. Uh, the people that did graphics, this was their only offering. The music was a uh, guy named Matt Furness, who um, we another guy we've heard from a million times. Laser Squad, uh, Castle Master, Chase HQ, Clacks. He did tons of stuff. He's got like 50 credits. Uh, this was also released uh, on the Amstrad machines, the Atari, uh, ST, it's the Commodore, DOS, Spectrum, the usual suspects boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and I'm, as we can imagine, this would never, ever have gotten a release in the States. Now, let me tell you why I know this game, uh, it was not either not popular or did not get a lot of love or no one cares about it now. Because of all the games we've played on here, this is one of the least represented games I've seen on YouTube or anywhere else. For example, uh, the uh, Lemon rating for this only has five votes and has no comments, which is... That, that hardly ever happens to any yeah. games we cover. So this this is amongst the most obscure titles we've ever covered. <laughs> so having just heard Boat talk about how you play this uh, uh, Sabuto, um, this game, it, actually, you've got to give the game a little bit of credit. The opening sequence has cool music. It starts out with, like, a, a, a table full of these guys and someone sort of playing it. The it's, beginning it's, gets you fired up. It does. So I was like, okay, this looks good. <laughs> and then you pick how you're going to play, the level of which you're going to play, one or two players. Of course, you could play with the, against a computer. And then the real fun part, where you it shows you a box of a team box in the box full of the guys. Mm-hmm. And then you get to sort of pick the colors you want. I, I, another way I know that this isn't that popular is because there were no videos I could use on YouTube. So I made my own video for me and Boat. I made you a team boat with the white pants and yellow shirts, I believe. I saw them. I like them. And uh, I went with the old red uh, red shorts. Uh, but uh, um, you get the it, it shows the box of the guys. I love that. You get to make way. and you get to name your team. I was already on board right there. What do you think of that? It's skeuomorphism in action where they yeah. take the, the the real box and they're like, "Look, you can you can design this thing any way you want." Yeah. I thought that was cool. And so once you've got your team, of course, at this point, I didn't know what I was doing yet. In fact, I never fully knew, but I got a good idea. And so once that happens, then you are finally shown the pitch. And <clears throat> the first thing you do is pick how you want your guys to line up, you know, and you've got various choices. Now, I'm no soccer guy, Boat, uh, but it does, 
it gives you a little uh it gives you a screen that has like a rule summarization it gives you the, the various uh places how you can set your plays up and the advantages of them so it actually tried to it's i appreciate the fact that it sort of held dummy's hand because i don't know you know uh and then after you do that the game begins so before the game boat your thoughts on the presentation and the uh setup yeah i thought it was all great uh I love the fact, like you said, that you see the players in the box, just like the box that they come in. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, everything was easy to navigate. You you know, is the, the buttons were easy to click through. There were no icons. <laughs> it was words. Yeah. Um, the icons it, come later. Yeah. Getting <laughs> into the game, uh, the, the, there was music playing the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. So the opening, I was pretty excited about this this little title. Uh, and then, so then eventually you show the pitch. Now, this game has a very, it reminds me very much of uh, like the 3D, the the snooka or the or the pool games we played, where you basically you're in a void, mm -hmm. you're playing this in a void, in, in a musicless void, right? And uh, uh, you are have the ability to basically rotate the table, zoom in and out, whatever you want to do. So picture a pitch, a soccer pitch on a table in a void. And then um, you play the game. Uh, at the bottom of the screen are basically controls to do everything you need to do in game, yeah. uh, such such as rotate the table, zoom in and out. Uh, you can use a mouse cursor to pick. You. This is a mouse only game. You pick the your guy with the cursor. You can move him around. You can change the way he's aimed. Basically, is what you can do. And then once you've lined up. <coughs> Uh, the shot you want to take with your guy, uh, you hit a button, and you get sort of a side view. And this reminded me of 3D Pool as well. Uh, you get a side view of the bottom of the base of your of the guy you're going to be whacking, and then a side view. So that way you can line up the angle you're going to hit him with, and the power is how far back your finger is away from the base. It's actually quite clever. It looks pretty good. And then once you have decided you hit the button, then it plays out. Uh, on the screen, that's pretty much the game, uh, Bo. What your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, when you when you bring Sabutio to the small screen, well, there's only so much you can do with it because yeah. it's a simple game. <laughs> it's a simple game with a lot of rules. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah. I think that they did about as much as you could uh, with using, you know, what they'd learned from various 3D billiards games. Um, this is, uh, I would have, the, the, the problem with a game like this is, is why you would actually want to play it. Like, what is the use case for you wanting to play Subutio, the computer game? Because once you take a game that is a simplified version of a real game and you bring it to a computer, uh, you don't take advantage of any of the things that the computer can do to make the game more like the real game. You know, if you're going to play a computer game that is a soccer game, you should play a computer game that is a soccer game, not a computer game that simulates a tabletop game that's simulating a soccer game. There's one too many layers of intermediation in there for any fun to be had. However, I will say this. If you are trying to learn how to play Subutio and you would like sort of an interactive primer on the rules, 
you could do a whole lot worse than play in this game because like you said this game does a great job of whenever you do something wrong it will actually stop play and it will flash up a screen that shows you the rule that you've broken and the reason yeah. why you've broken it and the consequence for breaking the rule. So I think that's super awesome. So if you're trying to learn this game, like maybe, okay, say you're a kid in 1990 and you're part of a league and you, you have dreams of rising to the top of the league and you want to hone your skills, not necessarily from a dexterity perspective, but more from a rules perspective. Uh, this is a great way to learn the game in the absence of somebody showing you how to play the game. And also, I'm sure there were tons of kids that played in these leagues that had a set of players but didn't have the space at home to set up a full pitch. And so this is a way for them to at least get some of that action in between their once-a-week league meetings. You know, when I saw what this was, all right, uh, it, my, my first instinct was it reminded me a little bit of the old Rubik's Cube on the 2600. Yes. You know, it's like, yes. but, but I will say this. I can think of plenty of scenarios where this would be a way to play. And, and my main scenario is, well, two of them. One, you either don't own a, 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 a Sabutio set or you don't have the space for it, all right, or you can't afford it, okay? Or two, you've got this stuff, but you want to play it and there's no one there to play it with. You don't want to play it by yourself. And... I will say this game, in my opinion, and having not ever played the real game, I want to stress that, this seems to me to do as good a job as you could do, as Boat said, without actually uh, playing it in real life. Uh, you, the rules are well-defined. They explain, I mean, listen, do I know the rules? God, no. But, I mean, they don't just leave you hanging, and they could. Like, they try to help you. And, and there's a lot of sections of this that are educational to a, to a neophyte. Um, the, uh, the interface, I think, it, I mean, again, there's no text there, but this is not one of those, it's not a deal breaker in a game like this. Cause you'll understand what all, it's just like pool. You'll understand what all the buttons do. Eventually you'll figure yeah, and it out. There's you'll, also, there's also a sort of LED or LCD, uh, scoreboard, like a pinball machine yeah. might have a, a dot matrix display at the top of the screen that flashes like, or that scrolls text on what you're supposed to do at every stage. So again, this is a game that holds your hand in the best possible way. Yeah. Now here's where the game falls short. There's a couple places. One, the concept is goofy right out of the gate. Okay. But we're going to look past that boat. This much like the pool games we played, this is a, as no frilled, boring setup as you could do. There's no reason why we can't have a tune some background, anything, just a static picture in the background, some special effects, some chatter, some of that soccer singing and chanting that mm -hmm. we all enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's something that you can turn on and off. Okay. I'm not saying you always want it on. So that's, I think that's where the budgetiness of this game comes out is in they did. I'm not, they didn't do the bare minimum. They did everything they needed to do to make this a fun, uh, playable version of uh, 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 but they, what they didn't do was make it a fun, eye-pleasing video game, which right. is not. I mean, and this is the kind of game where a little bit of that would have went a long way. They could have made, they could have stretched this out into something, uh, as opposed to uh, stretching it just into a boring game. Now, I, I do like the flick interface; they do a good job uh, with it. But this would have been a perfect the Amiga. What's it got? Everyone's got one. It's a mouse. 
this could have been a perfect place to use some kind of forward motion uh, uh, interface to hit the, to hit the guys, as opposed to using the old golf gimmick. Where you, I mean, don't get me wrong, the golf gimmick works okay, but wouldn't it have been kind of fun to actually, you know, you push forward a little bit and use your mouse to do this, as opposed to using the flicking mm-hmm. uh, interface? You get what I'm saying here, Boat? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that you know uh, the the Amiga mouse. Uh, being sort of a uh, um, not the most precise tool in the world compared to a modern mouse might have been difficult to kind of get the sort of forward momentum the controlled forward momentum that you want yeah in in a game like foosball that would make more sense because it doesn't really but this is a game where you really have to like it's it it takes a light touch to play sabudio you know we and i'm gonna go ahead and bring it up you know we were i look at the other ports of this game and they're pretty much even on the ZX, they're not that, all that different. But And I thought to myself, where could you really get this to work? And it's funny because Boat read my mind. We were talking about the pre-show. The place you could get this uh, this sort of thing to work is on a machine that actually had a, an interface that would be perfect for a game like this. And, and so, sure enough, we looked, and there's a version of this for the, for the Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. which I think would be a pretty neat way to play. Because you've got a stylus there. You've got touch controls. You've got a touch screen. And when you look at the uh, gameplay on it, on the DS, uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you, but this is one I'm going to put on my list to try yeah. out. Because it looks... I mean, again, if you if we can get past the concept that playing this on a computer is dumb, if you can get past that, there could be some fun to be had in this interface. Because I, I had a decent amount of fun on the Amiga version. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe the DS version... Might even be more fun since you've got those extra controls. So I wanted to, you know, we both talked about it before the show, but definitely turn people onto it. Now, let me ask I, you a question, Aaron. Yeah. If I were to invest in a Subudo kit, would you mm-hmm. come over and play it with me? Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, listen, we played electric football, we played VCR wrestling. We've played, <laughs> we've played, we've done every conceivably dumb thing. We've got those Odyssey games we played live. So absolutely, I would play uh, with you. I don't want to paint the figures. I don't want to no, get a no, team, no. We, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> it would be a lot of fun to try it. Uh, but in the interim, you can always try the DS version. Um, Bo, while you're digging up the Discord reviews, I did. I did. There were a, a slew of reviews for this back in the day. Uh, again, uh, Lemon had so few people vote, but the score on Lemon for this game, Boat, is a two. <laughs> So clearly, the five people that voted weren't impressed. Uh, the other magazine, I think, that, I think that's unfair. That is that well, is I mean, totally to be fair, I mean, when they're that low, you don't really consider them. Um, this game got an interesting range of of uh, of scores. Amiga Action gave this a sixty three. So did Amiga Joker, uh, and um, your Amiga gave it an eighty four. User eight, which I don't know if we've ever heard of them, they gave us an eighty two, but. Uh, 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 Dator Magazine gave it 5 out of 10, and CU Amiga gave it a 95. So think about that. You got a 50 there to 95 and everything in between. So I think this is one of those games that the scorers depend on if you can come to grips with what you're doing on a computer. You know, right. so, something tells me that some of the people that scored this game may have played this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they may have found this distasteful in some ways to play on a computer. I just thought it was the, the, the doing it was stupid. But I mean, if you're like me a boat, 
it was a nice introduction into it, I think. But I mean, I think we could probably at least attempt to try to have a game uh, in I, real life. This game, for what it is, is fine. I mean, it it, it could have been better. Yeah, but it is. It is. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that this game exists because I would have never found out about Sabudio otherwise. Yeah, much like Snooka or Jockey Wilson's darts. It's been another great insight into a British cricket. culture and history. Cricket, right? Yeah, same stuff. So, um, horse racing. That's, that's right. One. The Grand we, National. Yeah, we we, all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree with you, Boat. I agree one hundred percent. So we did get some uh, Discord reviews this week. We'll start out, uh, and I invited people to share their real-life Sabudio memories in addition Sweet. to reviews of the game. So Spinny108, he says, I have a few Sabudio sets, uh, football, cricket, and rugby. I I'd love the, the – I, I did actually spend some time watching uh, a guy play the cricket version solo as well. Which They was got hockey experience. too, Bode, I Man. read. That's now, wouldn't that be something, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. He says, I was an avid player back in the day, had tons of teams, floodlights, the scoreboard, etc. Oh. We had tournaments with friends, setting up the pitch on the pool table when the pub was closed. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea because that's yeah. a flat surface. Um, let's see. Uh Ben's writes, um, oh, he says, For me, this has always been something that looked more fun than it was. So I, I that's a valid point. Valid mm, point there. Yeah, yeah. Um Let's see. Uh, and then finally, uh, Pajaco writes, uh, this is a, a, about the game. I never had Subudio as a kid. I was always intrigued by it. I've never played any of the real game or computerized versions. In full confession here, I played one computer match, and that was enough for me. The game feels like it was built on the roots of a 3D snooker or pool game, and over and the overall presentation is pretty good. I love the whole 3D spinning boxes. It's like you're opening an actual physical version of the game. The graphics and animations are good, and you get what appears to be a solid computer version of the game. I even smiled when, during halftime, there was an advert for the game available at Stockists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, the game is virtually devoid of sound, and gameplay-wise, it is dull city. There is just too much waiting around, and it ends up feeling like a play-by-mail <laughs> soccer game. Nothing about it was exciting. I got to the end of the match, neither side having scored a goal, and I was done. I'm sure if you enjoy the real game, this probably ticks all the boxes, but for me, this is Subuti No. I've you know, something else, Bowie, I just thought about, like, that, that would have spiced this up. You ever play Monopoly on, like, the NES or something? Oh, like, all the time. I love it. Okay. So, like, you know, like you roll a dice. It doesn't just show, like, your character, like, move two squares. Right. Like, a lot you of times they're animated, out they and dance. Do this motion, and then bam. That, yeah. Not just that, but I mean the pieces come alive. Yeah, and stuff. the pieces come that alive. That could happen right. here. You could do your move, and they could show you the soccer equivalent of what yeah. just happened if they like, wanted like to. Like a battle chess type scenario. Exactly. You know? Bam. So uh, that's something. That, listen, another game we should. Somebody's to hire me and Boat. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready to rewrite these games from the nineties. I'm ready to go, Boat. Um, I looked this up on eBay. <clears throat> Uh, there were a couple boxes. Uh, there's a full box version for 16 bucks right now, Boat. And there's someone just selling the box by itself for a tenner. Now, I, but someone tells me this is probably a cheap date. I wouldn't be surprised if I've got this on the shelf back there. I should have looked because i got a lot of the kind of lower-end stuff back there. As you mm -hmm. know, I like to collect that stuff. Uh, but I think for, for 15 bucks, heck, pick it up. I will say if this game does anything, Boat, uh, it is a nice gateway into something more expensive, almost certainly. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
probably a huge mistake. Uh, but still, I enjoyed this probably more than any man should. I'd wager you probably were the same way, Boat. Yes, sir. Retro Rewind. I'm your host, British Jones. Whether you enter the Amiga, Commodore 64, or Tiger Floral Print Speed Suits, Retro Rewind has all you need from the friendly hosers of the Great White North. Looking to upgrade your Amiga? Check out the Amiga OS 3.2.2 Kickstart ROM for just $18. Or maybe you need a C64 or C128 diagnostic harness. Grab one while they're hot. Don't miss our bestsellers like the 1541 Transit Card for just $1 or the incredible Amiga Coin Cell Battery Adapter. Shop now at Retro Rewind Limited and bring your classic computers back to life. Retro Rewind Limited. Frank's the man. Amiga News. All right, Aaron. It's time for some Amiga News. Unfortunately, the Amiga News spigot is uh, running a little bit low this week. We only have one story, but it's a pretty good one. Uh, this is a story about Krogar. Krogar, Aaron. So uh, this is a new game by the developer of NVIA, that Amiga Bill favorite. Oh, yeah. That, that, hey, that's a pretty good game. I've yeah. played that a bunch of times. Nice shooter. So this is um, this. There is some this is still in early, early stages here. The game that is meant to run on OCS Amigas. Yeah. Uh, and it is a it's a, a fighting game that kind of reminds me a little bit of something like or I guess it's really more of a side scrolling beat em up, maybe like a medieval uh kung fu master with It looks like the guy it looks like they, the lead singer of the cult decided mm. to go kill some people with a sword. That's they should I do, be playing Firewoman in the background. Bandana. It was yeah. commonly worn by medieval warriors. <laughs> I love it. This looks really good, boat. Plus, lots of beheadings. Yeah, you can't yeah. get enough and I love loads. The fact that it's for OCS Amigas, no acceleration yeah. needed. So it uh, looks good too. Yeah, hopefully this will uh, this will come to light <laughs> and we'll be able to give it a shot. Yeah, that looks real good, boat. You know, while we're here, let's go ahead and just talk about some of the stuff we've been releasing. Okay, man. Uh, you know, last week we uh, did a King of Chicago, which we both enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I want to pitch this. Uh, uh, as you're listening to this now, uh, this will probably have already happen. But please check the channel this coming week because I'm going to be interviewing uh, Doug Sharp, the uh, fellow who literally designed, wrote this on the uh, on the Apple and brought it over and did a lot of the ports and was just fully involved in everything and worked for Cinemaware. I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow uh, night, Boat. Six, it will be kicking it off around 6.30 Eastern Standard Time tomorrow as we, as we record this live. Uh, but it should be up on the channel by the time you uh, are hearing this. It should be a lot of fun, Boat. I'm sorry you're going to miss out on that, but uh, I'll make sure to ask him some Boat questions. And I'll also get his, get his opinion on Subco while, while I'm at it as well. Ask him why AGA sucks so much. <laughs> I'm not asking him that. Uh, well, maybe I will. A couple other things we released this week. We, of course, we hadn't asked the Amigos. Those are always good uh, good uh, for a laugh, Boat. And then uh, myself and the Brent on ARG looked at the Acorn uh, Adam. This was a fun show, Boat. I didn't know anything about the Adam until this week. Uh, which was a it was distributed as a kit and this and it was in 79 boat i couldn't believe how old that was and it was a lot of fun we played a couple interesting games on there so we had a real good time uh playing games on that and if you head over to the amiga stream team channel uh I, as always i've got josh's streams up over there 
uh, 48K RAM. If you are interested in watching someone go to work on computers, that's the place to go, Boatster. That's all I got. I think we're done, Boat. Let's do it. Let's take this thing to the house. Good question. Let's find out, shall we? Oh, man, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it's public domainia, Boat. Public domainia, brother. Listen, sometimes sometimes these are great. And sometimes they're not. We'll find out. What do, what do you know what the game is? It's called Aquanaut. Mm. You know? Now here's a hint. There's two versions of this. There's a there's one that they want you to pay full price. That's for suckers. We're playing the free one. So you know it's gold, Bo. Okay. That's the way we like to do it. So next week, Aquanaut. Uh get Sounds get your good, snorkel man. out. Let's take the thing to the house, Boat. Thanks as always for listening. As always, if you'd like to contribute to the show by leaving us a Discord review, you can join our Discord community by going to patreon.com slash amigos podcast. We will see you next week for Aquanauts. And until then, adios. Made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Patreon supporters help choose the games we play, receive exclusive magnets, and get access to the Amigos Retro Gaming Discord server. Visit patreon.com slash amigos podcast if you'd like to support the show and join our community.